If you are a Braveheart, the next hour is just for you. Welcome to Bravehearts Radio with Brian Reinbold. In this program, you'll learn who the Bravehearts are and connect with them to help change the world. By doing so, you'll be changed for the better. Now, here's your host, Brian Reinbold. Welcome, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist uh, because, you know, I don't fly the rockets. I just help make sure the trip gets accomplished. I'm um, I'm here today. My guest is uh, Benjamin Worsinski, and I'm really excited to be uh, to have Benjamin on the show because when we connected, we had this uh, we had this Lego connection, and uh, you know I don't mean that even as a pun because of the the connectivity of Legos, but we you know he 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 does um, he does pl- creative play in uh, in the business world. And I thought that is that is so cool. I, I love the idea of gamifying, and uh, glad to have you uh, with us today, joining Bravehearts Radio. Thanks for coming, Benjamin. Oh, thanks so much for being for having me. Yeah, um, you know, and, and we, we connected through um, was it Eric's uh, group? I think right. Eric, yeah. Eric Kershot. And, you know, when I, when I uh, reconnected with him, it was, it was so amazing because I thought, I, man, there's a guy that's really alive with purpose. And that's something that's exciting to me about, um, about having you on the show, Benjamin, is uh, you are alive with purpose and, <laughs> and uh, you've got that, uh, that you've got that sense of play that is so important. And it's, and it's really, really important in work too, isn't it? It sure is. And I think it's it's like now more than ever, especially with everything that we're, that we're going through, it just feels like we need, we need something more. We need, we need more play. We need more, more connection. uh, And, and play is the natural way to bring that out. Yeah. It's, it's, it's almost like we um, maybe it's more expected now or it's, or more accepted that, um, that that's going to be part of it. I I hope so. I mean, I feel, I mean, that's kind of my, my mission is to get, play to be adopted into the the corporate uh work work culture uh and i feel like there is there is more of this kind of shift towards let let's explore that let, let's try it let's let's see what what happens uh, which which is awesome yeah and i think there's I, I i suppose part of that is there's a science to it right there sure is i mean like the 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 more i research it the more it just like blows my mind um you know i I grew up with play as just kind of like the way the it's just kind of how how I lived with playing mm-hmm. with with Lego throughout my childhood. And then the more I kind of get into the research behind it, play actually when we learn a new synapse or when, when we learn something new, it take it can take up to four hundred repetitions uh, to create a new synapse in the brain. Yeah. But when you learn that same concept through play, you can uh, reduce that down to ten or twenty repetitions. So there's a huge advantage yeah. to learning through play versus some of the the other traditional uh, methods of of learning. I, I wonder if it has has anything to do with wanting to do something versus should do it. It could be. I think it also has to do with uh, with play. Uh, you're kind of thinking with your hands, mm-hmm. and that's adding, you know, all these different thoughts subconsciously. And I think that's how we we kind of create more connections without without really realizing what, what we're doing. Well, there's definitely different people learn in different ways. Some, some by, by reading and some by observing mm-hmm. and some by, by physically doing something that kinesthetic learning style, right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. 
So how, how did you how did you become uh, the, the the expert in play? Uh, how, how did you become who you are? Oh my gosh! Well, like I said, it kind of you know it started as I started as a kid just playing with Lego, and um, that quickly turned into building cities and towns and more like immersive environments for the the minifigure. Um, and I just was so wrapped up in designing and building for them uh, when I got to college. Uh, and I started studying urban planning and landscape architecture. It was really this simple transition into designing for humans, just like I designed for the Lagonian or, or the minifigure. The, 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 um, <laughs> that's the Lego people that are in the movies. <laughs> I just call them Lagonians. They're Ligonians. the minifigures. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it was this really easy transition. And so I've I've always been fascinated by design and how we approach things and how we experience things. Mm -hmm. And so over the course of my career, uh, I've really kind of pulled in design and strategy and kind of culture and kind of blended those all together to create these experiences for, for people, either the, you know, within a, a, an office environment or a company culture or within a, an event experience or, or whatever the, the case is. So that's kind of my, my background. And when I when I stumbled upon the, the fact that you could get certified in Lego Serious Play, that my whole childhood kind of came rushing back because it, uh, I'd kind of pushed Lego off to the side. I was in like the Lego Dark Ages, <laughs> um, if you will, before I, I accepted my you know, adult fan of Lego-ism. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so, so when I brought Lego back into my work, it really just was the catalyst. I feel like it, it brought me to like mo into more of my authentic self. I've been able wow. to kind of show up as I would normally show up and I get to do something that I absolutely love, which is using Lego uh, as a, as a tool uh, well, to help solve problems. You, you know, you use the term authentic self and, you know, I do, I, I work as a, a life purpose coach, help people find their purpose and say, uh, one, one of the first things that we do when we're in that process is, um, uh, I, I will, uh, the, the, the first day is to find out, uh, what is it that you do, uh, effortlessly, uh, fearlessly. And, uh, since we talked, I thought, uh, what is it that is play to you? Because that's, you know, I th I think that really is, is the place when somebody says, uh, the, here's the, I want to, I want to live my purpose. Or, um, when, when we talk about being alive with purpose, mm -hmm. uh, it, it should feel like play. It should yes. feel uh, it joyful and effortless, and uh, and 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 you know when when you um, I think you you had something in your um, in your community that you posted. What is play to you, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That you had some uh, probably some uh, uh, some really good responses uh, in addition to mine, but uh, uh, you had uh, had some really good responses to that, right? Yeah, yeah, I sure did. It's something that I, I've asked my community and just anybody that I kind of ask. I say, you know, what is, how would you describe play in, in one word? Uh, and I get a variety of, of, of responses from that. And I think, um, to, to your point, I think it is about joy and about, uh, for me, it's, it's energy. What is energizing to me mm -hmm. uh, when I do an activity and I, when I'm done with that activity, if I feel even more energized, then I'm like, okay, I need to do more of that. <laughs> and that, that kind of is what I try to focus on to build out my, my day and my, my job and my my life. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, when I was a kid, we didn't have uh, something called play dates. 
Um, you know, I, I think that was in some of that was invented somewhere along the line. Um, <laughs> and, uh, maybe more common in the, in the suburbs. We, we had a six o'clock whistle in our small town and a 10 o'clock whistle. <laughs> I think there was one at noon too, you know, so, uh, it was kind of like the civil defense sirens and it was like, well, that means it's time to go home for lunch. That means it's time to go home for dinner. And that's, that means it's time to go home. Cause it's, you know, it's, it's, it's dark, you know. Uh, yeah. Growing up in North Dakota in the summertime, it it didn't get dark until after ten. So mm. you know you were you were you were out until then. But you you got up in the morning as a kid and you went out and you played. Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean that that's basically what my childhood was. It was mm-hmm. I got up and I I played. I built with Legos. I was outside, mm-hmm. played sports, and all those things. But every well, I guess like what was when I think about it, everything kind of came back to Lego. Like I remember mm-hmm. having a N- Nintendo and like a lot of my friends being into video games and I would play them, but then I was always thinking, well, I could just build that, that 2d world into 3d in, in yeah. Lego. And so I would just like stop <clears throat> the video game and go, go and play uh, and build out that, that world um, that was from my imagination. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, when, when you, uh, when you grew up, uh, Legos uh, were, uh, uh, we're already pretty well developed into you know a lot of kits and models and things like that. Um, you know, when yeah. I grew up, you, you had to put two straight pieces together and pretend you had an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> and that, you know, that that's the best kind of Lego. I think that there is like, I love the the classic Lego. Cause that, that's a lot of what I grew up with. I had the uh-huh. city and the town and, and those types of themes, mm-hmm. but I also had just the, you know, the, the, you know, crazy amounts of just regular Lego bricks that, that you just had to really, like you said, use your imagination to make things come to life. Yeah. I, you know, I, and I, I, I loved Legos and I, I, I but I know that there, there's a lot of pieces to some of these sets. I remember one time uh, at the, uh, at, at probably at Target or something like that. And uh, I was in the toy aisle. Uh, must have been holiday <laughs> shopping. And so there was another guy uh, looking for something. I, I said, you know, conversion uh, conversation was, you know, shopping, is it shopping for your own family or for someone else's kid, you know, and it's like, uh, you know, you want to go with the 500 piece uh, set, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and they can be, they can be hard to keep track of, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, then, you know, there's, um, uh, well, you know, we've got, we've got, uh, I'm sure we have a lot of um, uh, stories about things that you've built. And uh, I'd, I'd like to find out, you're uh, going to go to break here in a, in a moment, but uh, uh, I'd like to, when we get back, I'd like to talk with you about um, the scale of some of the projects that you've done. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, so uh, Benjamin Warsinski, my guest here on Bravehearts Radio, um, stick with us. We will be back on the other side of 60 Seconds. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Bravehearts Radio is sponsored by Bravehearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. 
As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. Today I have as my guest, Benjamin Warsinski. He's an expert at play. And um, uh, tell me about the, uh, your, your, your business. What, uh, how, how do people get a hold of you, Benjamin? Yeah, so I have a website called brandedworld.co. And the, the kind of the concept behind the, a branded world is that it, it's, you can think of it as a, an ecosystem or a, a walled garden, so to speak, like, like a, an Apple or a Disney world or a Starbucks coffee. All of them are their own kind of branded worlds. Um, and that's, so that's the best place to, to reach me. Brandedworld.co. And, uh, and that's your website. That's my website. Uh, yeah, yes. find, find your, and I know I've, I've joined your community, uh, the Bricks and, it's not Bricks and Mortar, Bricks and, tell me Bricks about and that. Brands Network. Bricks yep. and Brands Network, yeah. And uh, a neat uh, a, a neat community, uh, some lively people in there, and it's uh, powered by the Mighty Networks uh, platform. I've been familiar with that. Uh, work with the people from the Center for Purposeful Leadership. They've uh, Patricia and Craig Neal have been on the show a couple times, and and they have a Mighty Networks platform. So I, I, it's like, oh, I know, I, I know how this works, <laughs> uh, and it's a it's a great way to interact with some people and and make some connections. Um, uh, so it, uh, before we went to the break, I wanted I, I mentioned I'd, I wanted to uh, ask you about the scale of the of the products, the things that you've built. Um, and I, I've seen some pretty, uh, pretty amazing things. What, what is, what is uh, some of the things that you have built or maybe are building? Yeah. So <laughs> I love that question. So for me, like I, as a kid, I would start building out kind of cities and towns and, and it started off like on the floor. And then, mm-hmm. then eventually I built a table with my dad and then the table had to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, and so one of my biggest kind of cities and, and kind of immersive environments was 42 square feet. It was six feet by seven feet. Um, and it was about four feet tall of, of Lego brick from the, the, the height of the table was probably about four feet. And then it was about four feet up from there um, in, in scale. To, so to kind of wow. give you a, a sense is about, yeah, about 42 square feet. Um, and it was this kind of mountain town. So it had multiple levels and trains on three or four different levels um, and the, the idea was to just kind of build this environment for the, the minifigure as, as natural as it could possibly be. So there's a lot of topography and trees and landscape and, uh, and then kind of how do you sit the buildings into the, 
the environment to where they don't feel like they're out of place. Yeah. That was kind of my, my, my thinking behind the, the concept. Well, and, and, you know, in, in, in my own experience, I, I, I had planned to become an architect. You know, when I was a kid, I, I knew from the time I was, um, you know, I don't know, five, six, seven, whatever, uh, probably, you know, had something to do with Legos. And even before Legos, I remember my grandma had some, some wooden blocks that uh, I don't think they were even painted. They were just hmm. pieces of wood. Yeah, that, uh, that grandma had that we would they were in a box and we would take them out when we visited grandma's place and we would build things with them and stack them up and make and this is this and this is this and we would mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. lot of it was pretend. Yes. And that's a big part of, uh, of, of the creative play, right? Yeah, oh, it sure is. And and when you combine the, the creativity and the imagination and the, the metaphors of what these bricks could be or what. Uh, what the the wooden blocks could be, and you uh, also align it and add to it the business problem that you're trying to solve. Either maybe it's better communication among team members, or maybe it's what's the vision for the future of this particular department or this organization. Then you get some real kind of firepower, and it's amazing to see how those bricks take on different meanings mm-hmm. uh, metaphorically, and then how that can ignite the you know, new initiatives or an aligned vision that everyone can can feel that they're a part of. Um, and it's an amazing transformation to, to watch that unfold. Everybody has a, has a, a, a chance to put, uh, uh, to put, to be involved with placing things in place and then yes. be a part of that, right? Yep. Yep. Completely. Yeah. You know, I, I do the analogy of the, of the puzzle, you know, the, the jigsaw puzzle, we, we, mm-hmm. we talked about that a little bit where, where you you know there, there's a process to the puzzle you know where you you dump the pieces out you turn them over you see what you got you build build the edge and see what's inside and what's outside and uh, find those corner pieces and core values I mentioned the 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 Lego play process can be very similar to that too right yes yes completely and what I found is that uh, not only from a, a group standpoint of finding the the values uh, it also goes inside and people internally find their their values and they, they find their voice and they they find their confidence and then they're able to express and communicate um, that much more to their team members and it it's been amazing to see some people who would describe themselves as introverted um, or or like have trouble communicating or expressing mm-hmm. themselves or are very quiet um, but the leaders want to hear from those particular people yeah uh, and using Lego as a kind of a communication aid, has really kind of opened them up and and really allowed the leaders to come in and, and kind of see that potential in them and see, okay, wow, they're really passionate about this this particular topic. I need to serve that up to them and make give them opportunities to to lead that or to contribute to that uh, that piece. And it, it just really kind of changes the game as far as who's on your team and what their talents are and what their interests are and how you can can better shape their employee experience uh, and and find that you can be more productive and get things uh, done even uh, faster as well. Yeah. And if, if, if I um, think of uh, thinking of a, a word play here uh, uh, about play is that you're playing to their strength then. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That that's a great way to, to summarize. Yes. Yeah, so to sum it up. So that playing to their strength so that they, so that their creativity emerges and, and, it's, you know, it, it, 
I guess that's part of the thing about the 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 idea of of uh, you know you know what what you know what people ask, what is my purpose and love what is what is play to you what is what is fearless what is effortless um, and that's uh, and and pl- playing to their strengths mm-hmm. and 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 letting people letting people emerge like that right yeah yeah and then I think another going along with that would be kind of diversity of thoughts and hearing different perspective um, I think like so often. In, in our these company cultures, we find that you know only two or three people are kind of speaking their 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 perspectives and their mm-hmm. experiences, and others that have points of view they 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 just they don't feel safe to uh, to share. And so uh, through like a Lego serious play uh, experience, for example, the psychological safety increases and it creates a level playing field, and everyone gets to share, everyone gets to build, everyone gets to tell uh, their story, and yeah. so that. That really kind of changes the the entire kind of vibe of the and, and the energy of the the space as well. Yeah, it's you know that's it, it's it's interesting how how things have changed. I uh, you know um, uh, I, I've uh, I've made a comment uh, a number of times over the um, over the last year or so. Uh, woo woo is the year is the new normal. Uh, things that we, things that we used to, you know, just wouldn't even consider in a business setting, you know, being very businessly. I mean, there, we've come a long way from the idea that, you know, if I want your opinion, I'll give it to you that, Mm -hmm. you know, that, that, that kind of, that kind of business setting, it just, um, that's, that, that isn't, uh, that isn't making it anymore, you know? And yeah. not not that it ever you know never was really productive, but um, but uh, you know we've 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 had a, a created such a culture of abundance that we have the ability to uh, to to maybe take chances and say let's let let, let people play mm-hmm. and 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 let them create and see what emerges from that and and that's uh, that's a uh, that's a that's a new paradigm. Yeah, oh, it certainly is, and I think the also the idea of what play actually is mm. when when you know people think of play, sometimes they think of happy hours or they think of bowling nights or pizza parties or yeah. those types of social functions, and those those have their their place, but but it's not the play that that I'm I'm kind of speaking of. Yeah. So I kind of you know say that it's more purposeful play. Yeah, it's aligned yeah. to to business goals. It's aligned to solving problems. It's aligned to allowing people to share their voice and connect with one another. And I think that's the, if we can overcome those, that objective uh, or that objection about what play is and how play can, can uh, help improve a culture. I think then we're going to be off to the the races. Well, Uh, and yeah. Yeah. Well, because, okay. So play, play, we just, uh, uh, last weekend, we went to uh, a play uh, fiddler on the roof. Mm. Um, up in Madison, and uh, you know, it's it's a, I've seen it before as a play. Um, it's a you know, it's a different use of the word play. But you you know, you you see on on Zoom here, you see my uh, my guitar in the background, which mm-hmm. which I do not play. But if I <laughs> if I could play, you know, somebody that plays the guitar, that that that's uh, that's something that's that's very purposeful and and it's uh, I suppose you could maybe say functional. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know the sense of play as um, as bowling night or something like that, where where the in in business 
maybe the, uh, the, the, the old paradigm is, well, play, that sounds like goofing off. Um, and uh, the, the new paradigm is more like, well, play is, that's how we create productivity. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because we, we like to think of, uh, we, 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 we like to, um, uh, I, I, I use the term gamifying a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's, that's something that's very, very familiar to uh, uh, you and the people you work with, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think about it as like micro interactions, micro engagements. Like, you know, a lot of the, the facilitations I do are broken down into small kind of small builds or small prompts that, that I give uh, the, the team members um, either to work together or work individually. And so they're all broken down into these small kind of sections, I guess, of the overall experience. And so when you think about gamifications, it's really about, okay, what is this micro interaction? What am I asking them to do? What's the kind of the one, the one thing I'm asking them to do. And if I can get them to do that, then I can, we can build on that and and go further uh, and go much deeper. Um, so do yeah. you ask them to, uh, to, to get together and build something where each person builds a part of it then and put it together? Yeah. Yeah. I've done those before. Those are, those are a lot of fun. Uh, and then I've also done them where uh, people will build, they'll just put five bricks together and then I'll give them a prompt and they have to immediately find uh, metaphorically metaphorical meaning for that, that random five. For whatever they model. did. Yep. Okay. So, yep. and then, and then start to yeah. storytell and yeah. I, you know, I just had an idea that uh, I, I don't know if this ever, ever occurred to you or somebody doing this kind of work is, is, you know, you can have a bunch of pieces and you say, um, I want this group to build an elephant. Uh, but each person builds whatever part of the elephant they think. Because you know the old story about what does an elephant look like? And yeah. the, the one touches a tail and one touches an ear and one just, you know, and uh, the, 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 uh, the, the people think, well, this is what an elephant is. And, and um, uh, if, you, uh, if you said, well, you're going to build an elephant and see, and, and find, you know, maybe see, what, see how that emerges. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, that just, would be a lot of fun. It's, uh, you know, it's, it sounds random, but I bet you could, you could re- it, it would require that people cooperate. Yes. That might be one yes. of the best gifts of all from this. Yeah, yeah, cooperation, collaboration, just that, that real that teamwork. Yeah, um, te- yeah, they're coming, yeah. coming together. Yeah, that that was the the word that was emerging for for me too is teamwork. Is a it's a, it's a it's play and team. That uh, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I guess you know when you're when you're creating this as a new paradigm, the idea that uh, you know it's um, uh, play and teamwork really go hand in glove, don't they? Yeah, they sure do. Yeah. Well, we're going we're gonna to take another quick break and uh, hear from some of our team sponsors for uh, Bravehearts Radio and uh, we come back with uh, Benjamin Warsinski uh, with uh, Branded World uh, after uh, these uh, important messages from our sponsors. Stick with us. We'll be back on the other side of 60 Seconds. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. 
Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Bravehearts Radio is sponsored by Bravehearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist because, you know, it's your parade. I just help make sure you're in it. And uh, if you connect with me on LinkedIn, uh, I think you'll get that reference because uh, my LinkedIn profile, I have a a picture uh, in the background of the... um, uh, the parade after Apollo 11 astronauts returned to the earth. And that's one of the, one of the things that's been a, it's been a big, uh, it, it's been a, 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 a big um, uh, aha moment for me recently is, is the, the difference between purpose and mission, you know, and cause it is, well, what is purpose? What is mission? And I think of, uh, you know, the mission that John Kennedy talked about in, um, 1962 at Rice, Rice University, the, uh, the the great one of my favorite speeches of all time. We talked about we will we will send a man to the moon by the end of this decade and return him safely to the earth, and uh, that was the mission. Mm-hmm. The purpose was a little different though, because what what um, what he went on to say in the speeches, what you know, he asked why why the moon? Why do we why do we choose this as our goal? And uh, why climb the highest mountain? Why, why fly the Atlantic, which was, had been fairly recent even at that point? Um, he said, we do these things not because they are easy, but because they're hard, because they bring out the best in us. And I think that's the purpose. The mission was to go to the moon and back, but the purpose of the mission was to unite the people uh, in, in, a, in a goal that um, brought the country together, and that that parade that uh, that I that I depict that I you know have a, a picture of in my LinkedIn profile. That is um, that's the, the embodiment of that of that kind of spirit, I think. And oh, man, do you think Benjamin? That's that's something we need now. Yeah, yeah. Now, now more than ever, I think it's it's so important, and and it, that's that's so well said. It's so important to have that that mission and then also the greater purpose for every organization and for yeah. even i would go further and say each department uh should have their own kind of 
mission that aligns to the, the company's mission and the company's purpose so that each employee and each team member understands their role and how their work impacts the, their clients and their, the overall organization as, as well. And they can have their own purpose, their own mission. I, I, I love organizations. You know, when I get a chance to work with somebody that, uh, that wants to grow people to the point where they're too big for us. Mm-hmm. And uh, that that's a that's really an abundance mentality that says, um, uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna develop people so that they have to move on to someone else to go to, to continue their career. And uh, I know there's 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 some people that are really fearful of that, but the reality it seems is that that's a that's a good situation because they're going to love you forever. Mm-hmm. And if there's somebody that they think is really good at something, they're going to refer them to that to that company. If that, if there's, if there's a possibility for that, right. Yeah. Oh, um, for sure. Um, and, and that's, that's the kind of collaboration and teamwork that, that you're talking about and you're dealing with when you're, when you're talking about creative play, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. How do, how do people set things up with you? How do they, how do they, uh, how do they get it started? Well, a lot of people uh, like to learn more and like to, uh, you know, it's, it's, I, I'd say the, the best way to kind of understand what it is that I'm talking about is to experience it firsthand. Um, and so, uh, there, you know, pre-pandemic, I, I hosted a number of, of in-person events. Um, and so people could experience the, you know, the using Lego as a, as a communication tool and kind of yeah. understanding the whole, the whole process, uh, since COVID, um, that's been, uh, a little bit more difficult, but I still have ways for people to experience it. Uh, I would say to the best thing would be to join the community and kind of get a sense of, of what it is, um, or maybe uh, join one of my courses or one of my, my uh, premium memberships, uh, mm-hmm. which uh, I'll, I would then send you out a kit and you could use uh, those Lego in our, our uh, f- uh, facilitations and experiences online uh, as we work together. Um, and I think that would be the, one of the best ways to experience it individually. And then we could also speak about, um, you know, your organization or your team or things like, like that. Mm-hmm. And that would be at branded word, branded world.co. Yep. Uh, that'd be yep. Place you'll, yeah. Yeah. You'll find uh, the, the links to the community uh, on yeah. the website. Yeah. The bricks and brand that's uh, the bricks and brands community that, uh, uh, that I've uh, taken part in uh, since since we've met, and I'd, I'd really enjoyed the connections that I've made there. And and actually, you you have the it, uh, you call it happy hour or uh, yeah uh, yeah I have the the bricks and brands mixer, which is the uh, mixer, a sixty yeah, minute yeah yeah. I think, yeah, it, I think of it as a happy hour. So it, 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 you know, hey, uh, Bravehearts listeners, uh, consider it playtime, uh, <laughs> uh, pur- purposeful playtime. That, that'd be a good way to go about it. Hey, you know, Benjamin, I, I, I would be remiss. Uh, I, I just have to mention coming into the third segment of the show, I, I, I always uh, have, have something nice to say about the National Day calendar. Uh, National Day calendar, you know, the, the motto is uh, celebrate every day, you know, uh, nationaldaycalendar.com. Uh, one of the great sponsors of the Brave Hearts for Kids Pediatric Cancer Charity that uh, uh, Brave Hearts uh, Radio is is here to support. Um, but National Day Calendar was started by my my uh, my friend Marlo Anderson, and and it it, it you know, I remember talking with him about twelve years ago. And he's like, "Well, oh, this would really be fun to have a National Day Calendar." And I thought, 
That's a, okay. That's cool. Now he spends spends a lot of his time going around the country helping people celebrate their national days, and um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I I I I I think of that as that's a that's a um, uh, that's one of the one of the booths uh, that I missed on career day. <laughs> And that's that's the same kind of t- thinking. I don't remember there being a Lego play booth <laughs> at, at career day, but that's that. This is this is um, a new paradigm, and it's a new way of 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 doing things. Gamifying is is the future of productivity. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. And like we, you know, we see online uh, lots of gamification and, and kind of micro interactions to engage and stay on, on websites and mobile apps. And the same is true in terms of connection and, uh, you know, among, among people, uh, whether we're virtual or whether we're in person, using Lego as a way to, the tangible kind of way to, to connect and, and create those interactions. Um, and then when I've combined both of them, both the, the digital uh, interactions and the Lego, then you kind of have this full immersion uh, experience. Uh, where you're engaging online and you're also building and you're sharing and it's just this kind of full full cycle world yeah um, that, that's really really a lot of fun well when you say you you mentioned micro interactions and uh, I know uh, uh, my, uh, my friend uh, JD Gershbein, uh had uh, uh, we had breakfast recently got together live for breakfast we were talking about um, uh, these these short videos that that I've been doing on on LinkedIn, and he he referred to them as micro learning, <laughs> and uh, you you say micro interactions. Um, I'm just wondering if the, if if this in itself, the micro learning, the micro interactions, is um, is uh, something to do with our apparent reduction in attention span that we have now. That's a that's a really good question. I think I think it does have to do with the attention span. I think the the way that I kind of view the uh, within like like the Lego Series Play world would be doing micro in, uh, interactions to then uh, move towards deeper uh, and more challenging um, activities. Uh, yeah. So it, it's kind of a way to break the ice and kind of if you think of like a um, kind of like flow like the flow state where it's kind of like this uh Mm -hmm. hypnotic thing where you have to get to the center and the only way to get to the center is not going like just directly into the center you have to kind of guide them into the into the center so they're into that that flow state that's kind of what i think about the the micro interactions are kind of set up to guide people into that that state of play where they feel more comfortable and open and willing to go deeper into a uh into a particular topic or theme uh, or or activity step by step um, mm-hmm. piece by piece so to speak yeah yeah <laughs> yeah really uh, well and I mean I, I think my you know my puzzle analogy and, and the 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 way you work with Legos it, it's 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 really kind of the same thing it's like it's like a piece at a time one thing at a time yes but, you know uh, but but what also with a vision for what it's going to look like what it's going to be mm-hmm. when it's finished. And uh, and I, I think if if uh, if when, at, when and as businesses embrace that, uh, they they already they already know that they want uh, an end result, uh, but getting getting people to um, get lost in play 
because the, one of the things that, you know, the, the whistles that we had when I was a kid at six o'clock at 10 o'clock, you, you had to have some way of letting kids know it's the end of the day, because when you're playing time doesn't really exist. Yeah. And I think we need more of that play, that state of play where time doesn't exist. Yeah. I think we, 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 block too much of our time out and we don't have enough time for reflection and for to kind of to slow down, to pause, to kind of stop and say, wow, like look at everything I've accomplished in the last like year and a half during this, this pandemic. And, and that was during a pandemic. Like imagine what, what I could do like when this pandemic is, is over yeah. um, and just kind of like reflecting and, and like kind of, restoring your like and kind of energizing yourself and realizing how much you've you've done and how much how far you've come i think play uh adds a lot of reflection and kind of self-reflection and we need we need we need more of that um yeah well we're going to take another quick break we'll be back uh on uh, bravehearts radio on the other side of 60 seconds stick with us uh my guest benjamin warzinski and uh yeah, we'll be back on the other side of 60 seconds. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the Mission Specialist uh, here with uh, Benjamin Warzinski. He's my Warzinski. Uh, yeah, he's my guest today on uh, on the Bravehearts Radio Show and talking about uh, play. Uh, we were talking about being lost in play, and um, I, I'm reminded of uh, uh, the uh, uh, Albert Einstein's. Uh, dis- dis- he was asked to describe uh, uh, what, what, uh, pers- uh, what is the relativity. 
Okay. I think of it as perspective, but Einstein's was actually described relativity. He said, he said, um, spend an hour with a pretty girl. It seems like just a moment. Uh, put your hand on a hot stove for a moment. It seems like an eternity. Um, there's something about work that in, in, our, in, in, in much of our culture, in much of our cultures growing up, this has been my experience, is that if it's not hard, if it's not hard work, uh, there, there's, there's something that you're, that's missing. Uh, work is supposed to be hard. Work is not supposed to be something that you enjoy. You know, it's like you go to work because you go to work. Then when you get done, you play. And then, and then people uh, have this idea that they're going to retire and then uh, live the life of their dreams at that point. But uh, I, I, I have the feeling that people aren't, you know, they're not sticking around for the gold watch anymore. There's more of a sense that I want to, uh, I want to. I want to mean something now. I want to enjoy uh, the the work that I do. I want to enjoy my my life, and um, and uh, you know that. So that idea that if we can make work uh, something that people enjoy, wow, what a what a productivity boost that would be. Yeah, and, and not just productivity boost, but employee retention boost as well. I mean, it, yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and it, 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 you know, we met through the, uh, um, the HR hot seat. Um, and, that, you know, and, and one of the things that I get involved with, uh, it, particularly in, in the work with Bravehearts and fundraising, is employee engagement. And uh, companies that have an employee engagement strategy that says, uh, you know, when you volunteer for this charity, we will also make a grant to the charity. And then people, you know, the, the feedback I get from employees that are involved with something like that is, I love my company. You know, and, and it's like, if you've got people that are saying, if you're, if you're, if that's your, if your strategy results in people saying, I love my company, that's a good strategy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, keep do, doing do more of that. Yeah. <laughs> keep, do, keep, keep doing more of that. Yeah. So, well, um, yeah, there's a lot. Uh, getting you know, getting in touch with you, brandedworld.co. Uh, people can connect with you on LinkedIn too, right? Yep. And um, uh, Benjamin Wasinski, W A R S I N S K E. Yes, correct. Yeah. And, uh, um, there's, uh, you know, just a couple of words that uh, uh, the, the, the word restore, you know, includes rest. Uh, recreation includes create. Um, you know, th- those, are, those are things that I, I remember those from, from long ago. Um, that's, re- that's really the essence of, of play, isn't it? is um, in, in the workplace yeah, is creation and, mm-hmm. and productivity. Yeah. And, and it's, when you look at the data, it's, it's also fascinating to see how employers are focused on, on wanting employees to be more creative. But when you ask the employees, they're saying like, you know, we have no time to be creative. We're, we're being told we need to be more productive. And the, the funny thing is like kind of the, the antidote would be okay. Well, let's just spend a like time, some time playing, and if we can 
spend some time purposefully playing, we can be both we can be both productive and creative and solve <laughs> what it is that you're trying to solve. Play is kind of the, the answer uh, to both of those problems. Yeah. Well, it's like it's like the um, I love counterintuitive. Um, and it's like the idea that, you know, if you, if you think hard about something, it probably isn't going to come, you know, you know, you, I, I think we've probably all had this, issue, oh my God, I can't remember that. It's, it's, I, it's like, it's right at the edge of consciousness, but I can't remember that thing. And then you, you, you ignore it for a while. It's like, oh yeah, that's what it was. It you know, and, and, and it comes back to you. Yeah. Uh, that's that's like uh, it's like meditation, you know. Meditation and oh, for me, getting into nature. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I say that you know that in the last few months I've been spending uh, Wednesdays as my nature day, and I say I, I'm, I'm less busy and I'm more productive than I've ever been. And and, and people will say, oh yeah, that makes sense. It's like no, it doesn't. <laughs> Not the way we, you know, not in our, not in our, you know, work harder, be more productive kind of uh, mindset in our society. But, but, um, you know, when you, when you get it, yeah, it does make sense. Yeah. Yeah, completely. And I think, I think the, you know, designing your work week to fit your life and to, to have those, those, mo- those periods of, of rest and like recharge it's going to help you be more way more productive. Yeah. Um, if you do like, you know, a four day work week versus a five day work week, I think you'll notice a, a difference in productivity and also energy levels and being excited to come back to work the, the next week. Um, I, I've noticed that for, for myself as well. Yeah. Um, but even, even taking 15 minutes to build just whatever it is kind of like helps to process different thoughts or, or to, you kind of randomly come up with different ideas or maybe you find the the answer to something that you were searching for that you couldn't think of earlier. It just helps you kind of, kind of get, find clarity yeah. uh, in, in, in a lot of ways. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we're not, uh, we're not, uh, as far as I remember, like Lego is a privately held company. So we're not in, encouraging people to go on the NASDAQ and go LEGO or something like that. Right? <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, and I, I'm thinking if you, if you're studying, I never know what to get friends as gifts uh, anymore. You know, it's like uh, if, as adults, what do you, you know what? Legos would be kind of cool with it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I I think you know people start getting a lot of Legos. You know, you guys are you, you've been listening to Benjamin and Brian on the Brave Arts Radio Show, haven't you? You know. <laughs> um, so what's next for you? What's kind of, what's coming up? Uh, that, uh, finishing off the year and starting into twenty twenty two. Oh man, um, I am super excited about kind of the the Bricks and Brands Network. Uh, I'm launching the Bricks and Brands podcast on November 30th, uh, so that'll that'll be coming out, and I've got lots of amazing guests uh, lined up and uh, episodes through uh, February already. So it's wow. it's growing rapidly already. Uh, so that's something that I'm I'm super excited about. Um, and yeah, the, those are kind of my main uh, my main uh, focuses the the communities. Um, my membership programs and then the the podcast as well. Yeah, well, I, um, there's a mushroom I know you might want to interview. He's a fun guy. Oh, <laughs> you missed that one. Yeah, my my <laughs> sound crashed. 
that was my rim shot. So, um, oh, no. oh man. Um, well, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be, uh, um, it's going to be good to, um, uh, bring, uh, 2021 to, uh, to a close and exciting to get 2022 started. Uh, we've, you know, we've got some adventure travel coming up Machu Picchu in March, uh, with Bravehearts Adventures. Um, awesome. And uh, I'm working on setting up a couple of adventures. Uh, uh, talk to Luke Taberski again about uh, Brisbane in 2028. Uh, Luke's from uh, uh, from the, you know, the Queensland, Australia originally, and and uh, Brisbane is the the site of the uh, uh, 2028 uh, Summer Olympics. So planning to do that. And I, I'm thinking that, uh, you know, I'm just, I just remember things. I, th- I think Confucius said, uh, uh, do, do find something that you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Something like that. Does that sound about right? Yeah. And, uh, Alan Watts, uh, you know, philosopher from the sixties, if I'm not mistaken, um, uh, is, in my mind, it is credited with saying, um, uh, you know, asking the question, if money were no object, what would you do? And then uh, the, uh, the follow-up question or follow-up is go do that. <laughs> um, so that's, um, it, I've always thought that sounds like play. And uh, so I, I absolutely applaud you for what you're doing. I think it's, uh, I think it's um, uh, some of the best work that can be done these days. I appreciate that so much. And uh, uh, Benjamin Warsinski, uh, brandedworld.co. Um, check it out because um, it's uh, it, uh, when you have more fun, you get more done. For sure. And uh, For sure. yeah, it's been great to have you on the show today. Oh, thanks so much. This has been so much fun. Yeah. I'm looking forward to hearing the podcast. Uh, and um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, 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 we'll connect again. And uh, man, I, you know, a Lego guy, <laughs> he's all about connections. So, but I'm boom. Where's my rim shot thing. So, uh, so you've been listening to Brave Hearts radio today and um Uh, Be with us every Monday at three o'clock central time uh, for the live show or, uh, or first run of the pre-recorded version, or listen to us by podcast. Anytime you feel like it on wherever you get your podcasts and remember doing good anywhere does good everywhere. And until next time, be well and stay well. Thanks again for joining us this week for Bravehearts Radio. Be sure to tune in for another edition featuring your host, Brian Reinbold. The show can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next time.